MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 La la la! La, la. Ooh, that was that was very saucy and spicy. It's Thank so you for joining spicy. us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and at MSW Media. Because you have wonderful taste. You do. Your intelligence is uh, incomparable. Mm. Mm. And, you know, just speaking of how what great taste you have, you also support this podcast, not only by listening and sharing it, you know, with others, but those who can support us through Patreon. And we truly appreciate that as well. That's true. You'd be amazed what even the the smallest Patreon donation can do for this black woman owned business. And we thank all of you, our OGs. There's some people who give a lot, some people who give what, what is a lot. We all know what's a lot to you is a lot. Yes, okay. exactly. They give as much as they can, and we are so appreciative of it. It is really is why we can do what we do. And also, if you're looking for another way to have us in your day. Yeah, you can have Frangela in your pocket, a pocket pick-me-up from Frangela, by going to cameo.com. That's right. You put in Frangela, we'll, our little page will come up, and then you can get a video from us. And you can mm-hmm. give it as a gift. You can get one for yourself. A pick-me-up, telling your boss why you were late, tell your kids to go to sleep, whatever you need, a shout-out, whatever. And if you are not joining us for the hottest hour in radio. I mean hottest. Sexiest, the hottest. smartest, blackest, all that. You need to get your ass to every to the third hour, but you need to listen to every hour. You should be you're listening already, we realize. I know you're listening. But at the third hour every Friday of the Stephanie Miller show to catch Fridays with Frangela. And what is it, Angela? It's the blackest hour in radio, people. It's it the really black power is. hour. It It is. Okay. First up, I'm pissed. I was just about to say it's time to get our feelings out, and you can get your feelings out with us through us. Let us be your avatar. Um, we're gonna have a intervention with Dominion Voting Systems. (laughs) Um, I'd like to read my letter if I can first. Please, Um, please, please. Dominion, your actions have affected me negatively in the following ways. Girl, I had to talk myself down. I had to talk myself down and say, number one, this wasn't your, your suit, Francis. This what? wasn't. Wait, what? Well, let's. Well, Wait, this whoa, is back why. Up. Are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. And what I had to answer with that to myself was, well, Francis. You feel damaged. 
You you are hurt as an American and as a person by the 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 choices that Fox made. Where who is the person? Who are the peoples who speak for you? Because Dominion isn't here bringing this case for me. Dominion is bringing that case for the person. And this I heard this the other day, and I was shocked. A woman went into the doctor, who then was looking at her chart and saw that she worked for Dominion. Mm -hmm. And the doctor said, so you were part of trying to steal the election. That's insanity. That was last week. The people from who worked at Dominion are still being harassed. This is their case. It wasn't mine. See, this is the problem with the way libel works and lawsuits work. Like, I feel like we've all been damaged by this, but That's right. we could definitely bring a lawsuit. I think it it, it would get possibly thrown out, but mm-hmm. we absolutely could. This is my this is my thing. And I don't know the answer to this question because I've been looking at this week. Of course, they're talking about Smartmatic, voting, yes. which is the, the next lawsuit, right, for Fox. Smartmatic has in their statements about their lawsuit, they speak about the undermining of democracy about the attack on democracy i don't know that dominion did yeah i don't remember whether or not dominion said in any of their you know in their why we're bringing this lawsuits or in any certainly in any of the paperwork that's been you know that we know of that's been released from the lawsuit if their lawsuit was beyond their own business damages because here's the thing that we tend to do and we we talk about this actually quite often we have this tendency we as in maybe all humans or at least the ones I know of in this country, of over of ready set DFI mm-hmm. uh, quickly, and so so we take like the Velociraptor on our side, like Liz Cheney, and we start talking really good about her because she happened to be on the right side of one issue. That's right. That, well, that I- girl turns around and takes away your abortion access, and you go, "Oh, wait a minute, she ain't on our side." On our side. So this is my problem, Deming. Just because. The enemy of my enemy is not always my friend. That's and right. just because they got hurt, it's entirely possible that the only reason they're upset is because they got hurt financially. They might actually be okay with people thinking this if it didn't hurt their company. They That's might right. actually, the people who are in control of Dominion, who own it, they might actually agree with Donald Trump, want him yeah. to be president. We actually don't know that. That's right. They were wronged as a company. That's and right. shame on me. For taking that to mean anything other than they got hurt as a company. That's right. And that for me, that's why I said I had to talk myself down. No, you're right. You're right. I had to talk myself down. Francis, this is not your case. All right. You are watching. And and here's the problem with us uh, depositing ourselves emotionally, psychologically. And it's the same thing you said about Mueller. Yep. It's the same thing, you know, that we can, we can point to so many different moments on and on in, in this Donald Trump moment where we think that, you know, possibly the person who's coming is going to come and save us. No, the hero we're looking for is still us. It's always <laughs> still us. It has to be because us. that's and and it and I know it's shocking every time. And I now it's become my refrain when watching the news, um, is to say this because I don't know why we as a people and and certainly on MSNBC and CNN and all the outlets why we refuse to accept as one of the possibilities 
we of of what's happening. We talk about DeSantis, and and we I see discussion after discussion all day long about why would Ron DeSantis be doing these things, making these moves that are wildly unpopular? Why would he be attacking things that are wildly popular, like Disney, like access to education, like you know school lunches or whatever? Like, all why would anybody do that? And I have to keep saying out loud, and because I think it's important, maybe. It's his actual belief system. Yes. Maybe, because if you're going to allow for, because it doesn't make sense strategically, right? You're like, well, if you want people to vote for you, why would you do these unpopular things? Maybe he's an activist for just for getting rid of people's civil rights. Right. Maybe he is, in fact, a fascist, autocrat, racist, you know, anti-feminist asshole. Maybe that's his belief structure and it isn't a strategy. And But we, this is the common issue, Angela. People don't want to believe all the red flags. No, they don't want to be, believe fat meat is greasy. They don't want to believe fat meat is greasy. We don't, that's why we don't, they don't want red flag laws. Because yep. if we start having to look at red flags, means we got to start looking at red motherfucking flags. I get so sick of watching Andrew Mitchell and other people talk about strategy and, you know, well, Mitch McConnell's doing this for this. Maybe it's just his agenda. That's right. Maybe he's actually just a white supremacist. I don't know why this is so hard to believe. And don't come at me with his wife and her ethnicity. Because mm -hmm. let me be clear about Strom Thurmond's children. Okay, <laughs> let me be clear about a lot of people's children. This is not that one don't get rid of the other. I, I, I'm gonna say it how I feel it. Just cause you stick your dick in it, don't make, mm -hmm. don't mean that you respect it. Thank you. In fact, the point is, I look at the situation with Dominion and I say, it's it's sort of shocking me. And I'm left with feeling like they actually are, the, the, at the end of the day, they don't want to hurt this party, the Republican Party, and they don't want to hurt Donald Trump. That's at right. the end of the day, they don't want to do that, but they did have to get their shit corrected on some level and get Fox. Now, I know that they're, they're not even making public apologies, which the minute that happened, mm -hmm. I was like, the minute that we didn't hear anything about public apologies individual on air i was like mm -hmm. oh, okay you're actually you just need this called off in some other way yes if you can get them people off of you in some way but you're not actually necessarily against it no or what the ramifications of it exactly you just don't want your paycheck messed with that's right and and you know what they and this is what i i have to say to myself that's not my company those aren't nope. my people nope. if i want if i want justice i have to look to the department of justice the well, people who represent me <laughs> and ask why aren't you pursuing this this is harm done to the american people that's right let me right now francis go in the kitchen and put together some mixture and go on instagram and say it'll cause you to lose weight let mm -hmm. me go do it mm -hmm. let, let y'all see what happens to me if I can get 10 to 20 people to go to go drink whatever I drain on mixed with flour, whatever crazy I concoct and then say, oh, you'll lose weight. What's going to happen to me if that happens? Right. You're going to go to jail. I'm going to go to jail. You are going to jail. How many people have been hurt by the by the Trump administration died? How yeah. many people are still dying? How many people have been attacked who are still being attacked? How many people are being harassed who are still being harassed? We're in courtrooms where judges will not allow juries to be known because they know that Donald Trump and his cohorts will have them harassed. That's right. And yet he gets to be free. There is no gag rule and he gets to be free. Yep, absolutely. And you know, but the other parts that I am, I also can't wait to see is when Rudy Giuliani is is being sued by both Dominion and Smartmatic. Well, I hope they do. Sidney Powell is being sued by both 
uh, Dominion and uh, Smartmatic. Um, there's a whole list of, of, of a gaggle of people. And, you know, and the fact that Fox still has every single person who said that lie on the air. On the air. On the air. I just, for me, my government isn't taking care of me. No, my and, government, and, and not only just not me, it's worse than me because I know the truth. But yeah. what about the millions of people who don't know the truth? It, to me, it's, it's, it's a level of psychological poisoning that, uh, is, to, is, is damaging beyond yes. belief. Yeah. And that we can't, if, we can really quantify it probably. How exactly. Much damage, yeah. Exactly, because if if the FDA had cleared what is happening to people through Fox, and then watching, you know, if democracy is a, a living, breathing thing, what I would say is we're watching these people kill. We're watching them kill us with, through our democracy. It's absolutely. It's it's hard for me to get my mind around how we've allowed this to happen, <laughs> you know, that, and, 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 you know, we all can go back to different roots of things, but I, you know, in terms of the dominion and smart man, I, I am looking forward to this in exactly the way I want to put it, but I am interested and anxious to see about many, like you said, of these other lawsuits and potential other lawsuits, including Grossberg. Um, mm -hmm. What is her first name? Abby. Um, Abby Grossberg, um, a woman who was a producer at Fox, who's who's suing them because she believes that she was, uh, I think, wrongfully terminated, and she uh, dealt with sexual harassment, according to her, and and um, that they tried to. She claims that they, I think, changed her testimony, sort of yes. basically, and wouldn't let her um, testify correctly or, or encourage her honestly. to not honestly. So you know, those things are coming up. Um, but again, let's be, we have to all be careful about expecting people to be things that they're not. And that's the thing too, with Abby Grossberg, I'm sitting here going, you worked at Fox. You worked at Fox this entire time. You worked <laughs> at Fox, you, you know, and now, and, and <laughs> I mean, now you mad, which I get. I get you have every right to not be harassed and you should be, but I'm, a movie has come out about it. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like. Like, in no way am I saying that she's wrong or it's her fault. In no way am I no, saying that. But no. I am a little like, well, boo. See, th this is the thing. There has to be a place where you say no. Well, if you lay down, if you lie down with dogs, you're going to wake up with fleas every and dogs, single time. And dogs every time, every time. They don't every time. Every time. Every time. That whole frog into Prince thing is bullshit. Doesn't happen. No. So that's just doesn't happen. All right. The Supreme Court extends abortion pill access through Friday. This is some bullshit. And I'm sorry to cuss so harshly. It is. I mean, what? 24, 48. You can't like what in the world? Well, because they steadily, you know, they're steadily trying to figure out ways how they are going to sit there and justify the uh, a choice that is un that, that can't be justified. And. You know, so here we are. The Supreme Court said that sales of the abortion pill, Mifeprestone, would, could continue 
at least until Friday, as justices continue consider a challenge to a Texas lower court ruling that suspended regular regulators approval of the drug. The FDA authorized the drug more than 20 years ago. And I have to say that over and over again. Yeah. This has been safe. It has been studied. There is no reason for this. And, and they need to throw this case out. Yeah. But here we are with a politicized uh, judiciary with yep. people appointed, like including the judge who made this original messed up ruling, mm -hmm. uh, Trump appointees of limited value and at questionable qualifications. Yep. Um, and, and that's the kindest way I can put it. Uh, making decisions that absolutely, and this is where, you know, we've talked about this at issue before too, fighting the fight we're in, that Democrats, the Democratic Party has this tendency to say, okay, well, we don't want to get rid of the filibuster because what if in the future it gets used this way? Mm -hmm. And I go, okay, but see, they don't care. And that's why they win, they're winning in these areas because they, this judge doesn't care how bad his ruling was. He doesn't care that that ruling up and could upend every day, every pharmaceutical drug, or that it could, it, it could pave the way for anyone with no medical background at all telling you, you can't get a medication you want or need for any reason. Like maybe they have stock in the company's competitor. Who knows? Right. They, they, he don't care. He's not worried about what happens at the end of it. He's just in the battle he's in, which is what can I do to take away women's rights? And I just want to remind people that people, this country followed Jenny McCarthy, a playboy cinephold about not uh, vaccinating Vaccine. your child. You see what I'm saying? Well, I th and I think what, you, what you're saying is, while there is absolutely no issue with someone making a choice to be a Playboy centerfold, in no, no way does that qualify you to give information on vaccination. Medical, medical, medical vaccination. She does not have an MD. <laughs> that we know, unless she's hiding it. And, and, that's, and that is what I'm saying is, is what the willingness in this country to follow anybody who is saying something you want to believe. Well, it's confirmation bias. It's right? absolutely, right? It's confirmation bias. It's a, it's a, it's... Well studied. Well that, studied. You know, if you're gonna, and this is just some advice to if you want to try to lie, the best lie you can tell is one that fits in line with what somebody already believes. Mm -hmm. So if they already believe that they can't trust the government and the people are after them, it's a lot easier than get to believe anything that you say as long as that's the basis of it or it's in there. Yep. That's all that was. And and I and we've said it before, not recently, but we've said it before that the mistake I will say it about me that I made was in laughing at the Jenny McCarthy of it all, mm -hmm. was in not taking it very silly, which is like, okay, let those little crazy anti-vaxxers be over there. We're going to get vaccinated. And I do feel like we should have taken it much more seriously at the time and yep. made a very clear public statement that like over and over again from a government on down that this was not okay. And, and the reason I'm bringing her up specifically is because... That person sold millions upon millions of books. Mm -hmm. She proliferated that information out there. And they've got to say, come back and say, I was wrong. You know, after millions of people. Yeah, but that didn't get published as much. It didn't get as published. <laughs> it really didn't. It really didn't. It really didn't. And and, and and this is what I'm saying is, is that there is a tendency in this country to follow the absolute wrong people with no background because they're pretty or because they, yeah. they believe the way I believe. But yeah. when they have absolutely no reason to be able to, to, to sit up there and say anything in a, in a medical way.
This is the thing that bothers me about it. This is what bothers me about it, Francis, because people won't do this for everything in their lives. If I came at you with a bad haircut and suggested going to my hairdresser, you wouldn't go. Right. You know, like, like I just, why we take advice from people who don't even have the experience, like, right. like, let alone, like haven't survived COVID because of this, haven't had whatever, because of like, like it's, it's baffling. The company that supplies two thirds of mifeprestone, I'm going to get it right, in the U.S. sued the FDA to keep its generic version of the abortion pill on the market. GenBioPro seeks to preemptively block the FDA from suspending approval of the drug if the courts order the mifeprestone off the market. Arguing that the FDA can't suspend its approval without finding an imminent hazard to public health. See, because they, they haven't. Yeah. And also, I mean, this is the this is why I keep saying this. It is just possible that the Republican Party's agenda is just to take away people's civil rights, particularly those of women and ethnic minorities. It is just po- because the reality is this isn't a very Republican thing to do to no. get in the way of companies doing business. Doesn't sound very Republican, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Some very white supremacist fascist. And because it is, we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. Well, this is the gun control part of the final word. Okay. Okay. Here we okay. go. Here's the problem. Okay. Right now, mathematically, we've had more than one mass shooting a day in this country mm-hmm. this year. This week, as you're hearing this, this week, we have heard of at least four reports of people being shot for being lost, for getting into the wrong car accidentally at their carpool. Young mm-hmm. people, people of color, women, cheerleaders, cheerleaders. We've heard of people being assassinated, actually ex- attempted execution. Yeah. I, you know, and you know, this is what really is so upsetting. This this 16 sweet 16 party. Mm-hmm. Alabama authorities took three suspects into custody and charged them with killing four people and wounding 32. 32. In a, 32 in a mass shooting at a sweet 16 birthday party last week. Let me tell you, this is a quote from the sergeant. We're tired of going to mothers and having to tell them these kids aren't coming home. Three teens and a 23-year-old man were killed in the mass shooting. Uh, one of the teens was a star athlete in the girl's birthday brother, uh, the birthday girl's brother. I, you know, I want to say also that I, it's clear to me these shooters are black because they've already decided to charge them as adults. So yeah. they must be black. Yeah. And here's the problem. Over When you let Kyle Rittenhouse drive two states away with guns he wasn't old enough to own and not only let him off, say it was OK to kill people who had done nothing to him and were in no way a danger to him or anyone he knew or any or to any property. When you And then you let him come home. You tell him it was OK to kill them and give him the guns back that he didn't have a right to have in the first place and don't let him be charged with that. When you do that, this is what happens. Yes, and, and, and to to 
your further your point now i am watching carl rittenhouse have a platform on television That's and right. every time somebody has a stand your ground law uh shooting or something he he is the person that they roll out in a That's suit right. jacket that's right. To, on a respectable level to talk about killing people. Because what we have said to white men in this country is it's okay to shoot anyone. And be clear that these children, they're already telling you that they're being charged as adults, right? Yes. But guess who didn't get arrested when he shot somebody? <laughs> the, the guy who shot uh, Ralph Yarl, the 85-year-old man, which I don't understand how you shoot somebody twice. Okay, and let's be clear. First, what, what what did Ralph do, Francis? What what was what was his big crime? Sixteen. We all. I don't know if you know this, but you should know this by now. Sixteen-year-old Ralph was sent by his parents to go pick up his younger siblings, and he by mistake went to the wrong block house uh, at the on the wrong block. Rang the doorbell, and an eighty-five-year-old uh, white male, because Ralph is black, eighty-four. Not that I 84, care. Eighty-four, maybe eighty-four-year-old uh, white male shoots him. Through, through the door. The, through the door. He rang the doorbell, got shot through the door in the head. Yes. Then this man, Andrew Lester, opens the door, walks outside, and shoots him in the chest. Yep. They did not arrest him. They asked him what happened. He said he felt scared. They said, oh, okay, and didn't arrest him. They weren't going to charge him with anything. And if it weren't for public outcry, and th thank God for social media. Thank yeah, see, God. This is the, that right there, I was like, see, this is why, this is this is one of those moments, because the, the amplification of this situation is the only reason this man's going to get any kind of, hopefully there'll be any attempt at justice here. And let me stop right here. Let's talk about guns. We, when Grampy gets too old and and too senile, we take away his keys. Why the fuck he got a gun? Well, and here's my thing. Before we even say that, then there's the man in New York who shot the the car as it was pulling out of his driveway. Mm-hmm. And killed a woman and injured another passenger. Like, 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 here's the thing. And I and he was younger than this. He was 25. 84-year-old is in was in any way incompetent. What I do know is he knew that he could shoot black people. And, but but what I'm saying is under the impression I understand what you're saying the impression but I'm saying that that you are absolutely right you have to prove that you can drive a car you should have to prove you should all of that is true but at the end of the day even if he were competent you don't get to shoot people why do you have a doorbell yeah if you aren't allowed to ring it like okay. this is my problem if you don't want people on your property then what you need to do is put up a fence that's locked and a sign that says no in minutes for any reason. But you don't want to do that because you want to get your Amazon. Right. But, you, but what we are telling you in this country is that as long as the person you're shooting at is black or young, a woman, whatever, you can shoot them. Yeah, you can. And it, it doesn't have to be your car, your house. Because because what we are teaching people in this country is white men have authority over bodies. That's right. White men can They're make decisions mm -hmm. about bodies Their and they fear. can kill them. Yes. They can, they, they can, they don't, and they don't have to go to jail. They don't, they don't have to, there is no, they don't have to, uh, there's no testament to, for them to the law. 
That is the country we're living in right now. Um, the cheerleaders, uh, we were talking about a man shot two Texas cheerleaders this week in the third U.S. Uh, case of people opening fire on strangers who mistakenly approached them. The two other people was Ralph Yarl in Kansas City and Kaylin Gillis in upstate New York were shot when they approached the wrong houses. Gillis died. The cheerleaders went to the Heb grocery store parking lot where they met to a, uh, they were, they were going to meet to carpool the night after practice. Cheerleader Heather Roth, 21, said she got into the wrong car and jumped out when she saw a man in the passenger seat. He got out the car. Yeah. And came to get, which got in the right car, shot her. So yes. she was no longer in the car. Right. She got into the correct car and a man approached. He opened fire, grazing uh, Ralph's leg, but critically injuring another cheerleader, Peyton I just Washington. saw in the news that she's doing better, it sounds like. Yeah. But she's obviously was gravely hurt and is in the hospital. Um, but the point is that, that she was no longer, if let's just say you were afraid of the cheerleaders when they got in your car, they were out. Yeah. The danger was over. Yeah. But... We have said over and over again, we have allowed judges and juries in this country to it, to it say over and over again that white men, they don't even really need a reason. No. They don't. No, just they their decide feelings. To shoot, they decide to shoot, period. Whether they're cops or people who aren't cops. That's right. If a white man is scared, that trumps the law. That's right. It common trumps sense. Common decency. sense. That's right. Or, or, or kindness or civility or anything. All Laws. of that. Law. Mm -hmm. it, if, if the white, if the white male is, uh, is frightened, then Says he, mm -hmm. he has every right. And in the wake of this, so we have this week and what happens? How do the people that we've all elected re react to it? Well, in Nebraska, <laughs> the Nebraska legislature approved a measure to allow people to carry concealed guns without a permit. Right. Let me tell you again, in Nebraska, they said, you know what? We have an epidemic of shootings in this country. What are we going to do? Make it easier. Make it easier. Nobody should. And this is what people don't understand about a lot of this stuff is it isn't even that they want to make it easier or grant more access. They want to decriminalize it for the people who are about to kill people. That's what they're doing. What yeah. they're doing is they're pre-Kyle Rittenhousing you. So what they're saying is when the next person, white man, decides to shoot some people, you're not going to be able to charge them for having that carry concealed without a permit because we've gotten rid of the law. Yep. That's what they're doing. It's proactively enshrining and ensconcing their lynchings in, in the law so that they can't be charged with the crimes that they might actually get convicted of, even by the most racist judge or jury. That's mm -hmm. why the judge in Kyle Rittenhouse took away the charge. You see how that happened? Exactly. But, but that didn't happen before. But And this is the thing. Also, we go to Tennessee. Yeah. What happened in Tennessee? What happened in Tennessee? Republican lawmakers in Tennessee passed a bill to protect gun and ammunition dealers, manufacturers, and sellers from lawsuits. See what I'm talking about? This is what we're talking about. They are proactively making sure that when people get murdered, you can't sue the people. Yes. Their answer for the, the GOP's answer Weeks after the Nashville school shooting that killed six people, including three nine-year-olds, that also they then got their ass slapped by fucking with the Justins. Thank okay. You. But what do they do this? What do they do to correct the problems, to address the problems? They make it easier. 
They pass a bill to protect gun and ammunition dealers. Yeah, they indemnify them because they see that on the horizon as a strategy because they've been told that. I want you to know that I just saw on the news that on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, there were 99 shootings in this country. Mm -hmm. Two days yep. that we know of. I bet you there were others. The reality here is this is beyond, and it's absolutely true. It's, um, I forget, oh my gosh, it's not, I can't, if it's not Sheldon, White House, but one of the representatives today on MSNBC said, it's a dystopia we have chosen for ourselves. That's right. That's right. And, and you know what? And I'm going to tell you something. You know, I'm just going to say this. When it doesn't matter what the predator wants, right? Mm -hmm. When somebody is preying on you and they are feeding ideology and thoughts into your head, okay? What, what, what we have allowed these 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 gun lovers to do is to continuously feed the ideology that well there's just too many guns on the street now you and the only way to deal with those guns is for you to get a gun which doesn't matter if the problem is the number of guns and getting more guns seems like it would just contribute to the problem and we refuse to challenge this well you know I can't get my mind around, I can't get my mind around how <laughs> these people die and what did the, the legislature gets together and does what? They throw out two representatives, elected people for saying that they don't like gun violence and children being shot. Throw them mm -hmm. out for saying it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then legislate to protect, like understand <laughs> what they are doing is that they want the violence. That's right. They're, they want it. As long as they don't get held accountable for it, they're down with it. And let me say this. I'll say this over and over and over again. White people, because these are Republicans, keep on voting these people in as the avatar of their values. Yep. And what they want in, out of democracy. So what you're saying, every time you vote these people in Tennessee and in Nebraska and Florida and Mississippi, what you are saying is, I want dead children in the streets. And understand a lot of these people in these state assemblies run un unopposed. That's right. And I know it's a lot. I have a friend who told who ran for office recently because there was nobody running against the, the incumbent Republican and got harassed, death threats drove it drove her family to think consider concealing and carrying weapons mm -hmm. um and and she had no hope of winning but she, she said but the point was there was nobody even challenging them and and we have to be willing to do that and obviously more and more people are running from us that's why the justins were in the assembly mm -hmm. these two incredible young people because they decided to get up and do something and that's why they had to shut them up or try to shut them up but they've wasted all of our time and money and what where are they putting time and energy what do you see the republicans in the house doing passing laws to keep trans kids out of sports yep all um, day long that that's what they did this week there all were 99 shootings long. on tuesday and wednesday but what they did 
was make laws to yeah because that's on their agenda thank you because they that that understand that there is no there these people this is not a strategy for winning it is a belief system and and let's and and, and to even go back to the point of white men controlling black bodies women they want to control the fact they want to make it they, they're trying to erase an entire people of a group of people uh trans people they if they could they get rid of lbgt as well lbg you know mm-hmm. understand something though one day there may not be anybody left to hate but you right whatever you may be and it, it is and, and they that is all this party represents and i need us to be willing to accept that that is actually a pop probability that they are that this is it's not a strategy happening. for winning exactly this is not a strategy for winning this is not them trying to just rile up the base for votes but that they actually believe this that this is their agenda that they are white supremacist fascist autocrats who are anti-civil rights for everyone including sometimes themselves that's the right dystopia that marjorie taylor green envisions she doesn't get to speak in that's right that's, that's right and she's okay and, with and that. she's and she's working towards it actively and that's what we have to all understand that you know who we all have to get active in our lives we got to get active on these subjects real quick i just want to give a special shout out francis and thank you for putting it in the running or a shout out to um what's the man's name who who uh who got mike lindale but you know Pillow, my pillow CEO. Yeah, Mike Lindell, yeah. Yeah, and well-known idiot, Mike Lindell. <laughs> yes, yes. He's been yes. ordered to pay $5 million to an expert who debunked his data related to the 2020 election. Uh, Lindell, he's a purveyor, of, as you know, of election conspiracies, vowed to award the multi-million dollar sum to any cybersecurity expert who could disprove his data. Robert Ziedman, who's, <laughs> who's been in, who's had decades in software development. You go ahead, Robert. Yep. He did it. Yeah. And then, of course, Mike Lindell refused to pay him. Right. Won't go pay him. So they went to arbitration. And guess what? He was forced. He was told. He's going to have to pay this money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because he-, he said, he said, he announced, basically, this, I love this. Mike Lindell had announced the Prove Mike Wrong Challenge, in which anyone who could prove his data was unrelated to the 2020 election could win this $5 million payout. Um, and he said, this was a quote, I thought, well, what if I put up $5 million challenge out there? Then it would get news, which it did. So then you got some attention. That's what he said in his deposition. <laughs> yeah, but see, but that's also, see, you, you, you say things, you get held to them. So you you said this, this man did this, and then you didn't want to pay him, but now you have to. Yes. I don't know how many pillows he sells, but not enough. He and says he had fact, to get a loan. Yeah, he had to get a loan. This is it is unclear when or if Ziedman will ever be able to collect his payout. Lindell recently told a white ring podcaster and former Trump administration official Steve Bannon that his company took out nearly $10 million in loans as he battles defamation suits related to his false election claims. Okay, but I'm still seeing, I'm still seeing and hearing a commercials That's on right. Fox, which means somebody getting, they getting paid. That's so right. my thing is why do you get to run commercials and say you can't pay this person? Hello? That doesn't make no sense to me. No, it don't make no sense. Let me tell you something. I owe the IRS money. You know what they did? What they do? They decided how much I could afford to pay them. That's right. And, I and, didn't. and, and <laughs> oftentimes they, did. they will they will dip into 
yes. your checks and be like, yes. oh, let me oh. figure out how much I can oh. take out of this. That's right. Without even without even running it by you real quick. Not, not even running it by you. Running it by you didn't mean they needed my permission. And in no way did they ask for it. And I and I love and, and appreciate all the more amazing work they do. They're heroes. They're heroes. Mm -hmm. If you say something wrong about the IRS in front of me, I'm going to smack you. That's right. Um, But the reality is... Oh, Mike Lindell gets to decide what he can and can't afford to pay? Yes, yes, Angela. Just like Donald Trump gets to decide when he gets to, you know, show up at court on what day and Thank hand you. himself over. That's the way that works. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails. Emails, time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. We answer our emails and we appreciate it. If you didn't hear from us in the last some months, I recently found a file. You may know of our ongoing battle with tech. Uh, tech has somehow, I don't know what we did in a past life, but it, I don't know how we egregiously messed with tech, but we did something uh, because we continue. So I found this file where a bunch, of, for some reason, emails were going into this file. So I've caught up, I've, we've, we've caught up and we've found a lot of people, but if you didn't hear from us and you wanted to, write us again real quick, just because you might've gotten caught up in this, whatever happened there. This first email is from Rosemary L. Thank you, Rosemary. Oh my God, you actually reply. I love you, ladies. Yes, I heard this stupid that she uh, wrote to us about an idiot story. I hear every single one of these nut cases and thank you for it. No need for apologies. This just made my week. And now I'm heading for to Patreon for today's micro idiot. That is right. Because what do you get for becoming a Patreon every week, Francis? Three micro idiots a week. That's right. And that's over 500 of them right now if you join Patreon. You could be Patreon. swimming in them. You could be swimming. swimming. I mean, it's the best It's the best, best health care you can get. There that's I said right. Uh, this next email is from Yoni M. And the title is Last Friday Steph Show. Good morning, ladies. I've been meaning to write this for the past five days, but life. Anyway, you know I love you both. But I have to say, last Friday on Steph's show, the two of you were on fire. Thank you, Yoni. You're always terrific, but last Friday was special. The combination of your anger and fury mixed with your comedic talents made for the best show I've heard in a while. In any event, I just wanted you to know that I thought that you two were amazing. Love, Yoni. We love you too, Yoni. You know what? And your emails are kind of like your cameos to us. Yeah, It's like having you in our pocket. And it's the pick-me-up we need. So thank you so much for writing. Mm, and now it's time for Resistance Wrap-Up-Up-Up-Up-Up-Up-Up-Up. There's a lot of things that you could do. We hope you're, as always, calling your representatives, letting them know uh, what you want and need from them, showing up, showing out, doing what you need to do to show that what we want done. But also right now, you can do, this is a very simple thing you can do. Go to ultraviolet.org. We are ultraviolet.org. You can sign the People's Amicus Brief to save Mifeprestone. Yes, please, because we need to save it. Uh, you know, It's just it's, a way to show how many people judges or whatever, how many people are like, look. Yeah. This is crazy. So please, if you have a moment, please go on over there and uh, show your support because we have to support just everybody, you know, and that's that's, you know, what it means to be an ally. And that's what I find that means more and more in my life is I show up for you. You show up for me because we are allies. Let me tell you something. People don't mess with people who got people. 
That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? So understand you got people. Mm-hmm. You may not always see us, but we are here and let us know when you need us. And if it's a 911, put that in the subject line. Yes, no, please. 911. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. <laughs>